This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Evidence-based medicine shouldn't just be a catchphrase. It should be what we do. This is Clinical Pearls. As a gynecologist, I can assure you it definitely is the rarer of the two to see patients who don't have pubic hair grooming compared to those that are bare down there. Just yesterday, September the 4th, 2019, a new publication was released analyzing the effect of pubic hair grooming on STIs. However, there's more to that study than meets the eye. In this podcast, we will review that latest publication and put it into perspective with a critical review. STIs are the most common infections among adults, and pubic hair grooming is highly practiced with self-reported prevalence rates between 75 to 99% of people studied. Recent findings have suggested an association between pubic hair grooming and self-reported history of sexually transmitted infections, specifically gonococcal infection, chlamydial infection, or HIV. Grooming is most prevalent among young Caucasian adult women with higher levels of income and education. The potential mechanism exposure between pubic hair grooming and gonorrhea, chlamydia, and HIV is unknown, but there are some very plausible theories. Pubic hair grooming could lead to increased STI risk by the sharing of grooming tools with an infected partner. However, fomite transmission of gonorrhea or chlamydia has never actually been documented. Grooming, especially frequent grooming and removal of all pubic hair, can cause skin trauma. The presence of stripping away pubic hair could cause microtrauma in the skin's mucocutaneous barrier, thereby facilitating pathogen entry and transmission. Alternatively, the observed relationship between pubic hair grooming and STI could be due to simple confounding. For example, individuals who groom more frequently might have more sex, thereby resulting in greater exposure to STI. Furthermore, young age is associated with both increased risk of STI as well as pubic hair grooming. In 2018, Osterberg et al. published in BMJ a large web survey of men and women between the ages of 18 and 65 years of age. They found that 74% of study participants reported ever having groomed their pubic hair. Among those who had groomed, 17% were called extreme groomers. That was defined as removing all pubic hair more than 11 times within the past year and 22% were high-frequency groomers. That was defined as engaging in daily or weekly pubic hair trimming. Overall, 7% of respondents reported a history of secretory STIs, being gonorrhea, chlamydia, or HIV. 
after adjustment for age and lifetime number of sexual partners, ever groomers had nearly two times higher odds of self-reported history of secretory STIs compared to never groomers. Similar effects were observed comparing extreme and high-frequency groomers to those who were non-groomers. However, the overt limitation of this study was that self-reporting was the primary outcome. We know, of course, that this is error-prone, and the observed associations in this 2018 study could be the result of residual confounding. Now, in September of 2019, Luster et al. published an open-access study titled The Association Between Pubic Hair Grooming and Prevalent Sexually Transmitted Infection Among Female University Students. Let's get into that next. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. In this new publication, the study period was April 2017 to April 2018. These authors enrolled English-speaking adult female students at a large Midwestern university who presented on campus for STI testing. Participants completed a questionnaire on demographics and sexual and grooming behaviors, which was linked to their gonorrhea and chlamydia test results based on nucleic acid amplification testing. They defined extreme grooming as removal of all pubic hair, either at least weekly in the past 12 months or greater than six times in the past 30 days. Extreme personal grooming, weekly or daily removal of all pubic hair, was not linked to higher odds of sexually transmitted infections among women in this small study. Odds of gonococcal infection or chlamydial infection were the same among extreme groomers in the past year compared to those who were not. Similarly, there was a non-significant difference in the odds of these STIs among women who were extreme groomers in the past month. Overall, the researchers enrolled 214 female students with a mean age of just under 21. About three-quarters of these young women were Caucasian and over 70% were single. Nearly all participants, 98.1%, reported ever-grooming, and 54% were extreme groomers in the past year and 18% in the past month. Nearly all had either vaginal, oral, or anal sex. The prevalence of gonococcal or chlamydial infection in this study population was 10%. However, there is a major limitation to this recent study. The authors examined primarily bacterial infection, gonorrhea and chlamydia. But what about viral infections transmissible by skin-to-skin contact? namely herpes, HPV, and molluscum. That was not investigated in this study. Well, is there data regarding those viral infections and pubic grooming? (music) 
hair removal, shaving in particular, can lead to small cuts or openings on the genital skin. This could increase susceptibility to certain infections. Waxing can also inflame hair follicles and this could potentially have the same effect. Disturbing bumps or sores caused by an STD could increase the spread of the infection on the skin. It can also make it more likely to transmit to a partner. For example, it's well established that scratching a molluscum contagiosum infection can spread it around the body and around the area. Shaving is an even more efficient way of opening up bumps and spreading the virus around the genital area. Previous studies have shown that hair removal, particularly with shaving, has been associated with the persistence and presence of viral STDs. So, what's the take-home message? Well, pubic hair grooming looks like it's here to stay, and that's okay. However, just avoid nicks or breaks in the skin. And best advice of all is know your partner. Of course, always as a good reminder, the condom only protects skin covered by the condom. This is where things like the female condom may be a better protector of the vulva. All right, Clinical Pearls listeners, that wraps up our quick review of the September 4th, 2019 Luster Open Access publication on the association between pubic hair and STIs, although no increased risk in gonorrhea or chlamydia was reported in this university-based study. Remember, things like HIV, HSV, HPV, and molluscum weren't studied in this population. So, pubic hair grooming, that's all right. It's okay. Just make sure to protect the skin and, as always, know your partner. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.